This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Aetherite Radio. Here we go. Hello and welcome to Aetherite Radio Gamerscape's Final Fantasy XIV podcast. Fusion X, the Zenith is already making things weird. We are here in Las Vegas for FanFest 2016. We just wrapped up the last night, uh, so we're just going to take some time here, uh, talk a little bit about the show, what we thought about it, and uh, we'll just get this going. So the first thing, uh, Keynote. Yes. Keynote. Uh, Stormblood, Final Fantasy XIV's X expansion, early summer. The right time. Frame. Early summer the is right what they frame. said. They made sure to keep stressing early summer. And then also noted Definitely that, you know, you know, yeah, not late spring, like like heaven's word. So you know, we'll we'll see what what happens. It gives them the time they need to complete it. You know, it's right. You yeah. know, it's like, you know, put have pressure, but you know, it's like E uh, three. <laughs> we have long since learned not to rush. Yes. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, it's it's kind of weird because they announced, you know, they opened with the video. Uh, and the first thing we see is this lady. I, my my mind jumped a dancer immediately. immediately, and then not just yours, like people. A lot of people like, dancer, and then people. Dancer. I think people kind of sat on it for for like half an hour, and they're like, maybe she was just a monk, like with <laughs> a monk with, with knives, with the knives that were kind of seen after the fact. Yeah, so. Uh, we really have no idea what's going on, um, but we did. It, the The trailer showed a really cool new area. It's a new hamlet uh, called Ralgar's Reach. Um, it's kind of you know, it's you think Alamigo, and they talked a little bit about this in the keynote too. You think, okay, we're going to Alamigo. It's not all desert, um, and and you know, Ralgar's Reach is kind of like an oasis, right? A little bit, which looks really cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of all that you know is the Warrior of Light, kind of a little more. You know, rough around the edges. He's got a little, little, little bit of, nice little bit of scruff going. He's got some, some new monk AF. He's a monk now. He's, he's not a dragoon. Um, or, me, or is he? So they just kind of. By the time five point uh, okay. rolls around, this guy's gonna have so many jobs, and right. it's like, all right, your resume is you're good. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of experience do you have? Well, <laughs> all my jobs are seventy. <laughs> <laughs> for 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 about a year, I uh, was a dragoon. Uh, I stopped a thousand year war. And uh, after that, I was a monk, and I helped uh, liberate an entire country. And uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, really cool. <laughs> Sorry, you don't have the experience we're looking for. Um, very cool CG trailer. That's up now. You can check that out. Um, but then afterwards, too, they they talked a lot about you know what's coming in the expansion and. You know, there was a lot there, but at the same time, there wasn't really anything there. Um, it was the introduction, what they said right. it was going to be. And it was a pretty it, face with not much in the brains. It <laughs> was from the female. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. I'm allowed to say that. Yeah. All of us would get shot if we said it. But, um, yeah, I mean, so, okay, new areas, um, new raids, new dungeons. Um, level cap increase. All the traffic. Yeah, level capped up to 70. I mean, it's an expansion? Yeah, it's, you know, it's all the stuff. It's like... Yeah, and you know, um, the one one thing they did announce. I mean, they talked about the story a little bit. Obviously, it's going to go in the direction of of Alamigo and you know the resistance at Alamigo, uh, and we will see Alamigo. We'll go to Alamigo and see some more um, kind of uh, permanent Garlean architecture. You know, at this point, we've seen kind of like Castrum in a box kits kind of <laughs> scattered throughout Aorzia. <laughs> yeah. We need a Castrum. Send a box. <laughs> um, but the, how it also n- blends the architecture of 
Almingo and yes. an empire and what that's going to look like. That has me really excited because it's, you know, a whole new culture that we really have only seen that's been displaced with right. in little Almingo. Well, it's, it's funny too, because I mean, the, the crap's just tense. We've, I know. we've had, You've we've had for 20 years, build a wall. <laughs> yeah. we've, we've had concept art of Alamigo for years. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, and it's like, so now we're going to actually do it. <laughs> I felt like I knew even just a tiny amount about Alamigo, just a, enough to get a general idea of what I was looking at. But even just the opening of that trailer showed me that I really don't know mm-hmm. anything. No, I, feel like I was I like, feel like I know nothing again. I was like, there's I, desert and there's some desert and they're like, so here's like kind of a desert, but then it like, there's just like a giant like drop in the wall and there's like an oasis. And then... A lot of people figured it was a desert because Little Alamigo is in the desert part of Southern Thailand, which is not really even correct at all because if you look at the map, there's... Forest. There's the Black Shroud. And well, they, they yeah. They, one of the things they actually river. showed too was the what yeah. was the name of the wall? There was a wall. Oh, was which it? wall? In the shroud. Belsar's wall. Belsar's yeah. wall. Yeah, and so <laughs> I knew there was a reason we kept you around. Um, but yeah, I mean, they show that. I mean, obviously, it's you know, I think we might get a zone that's like you know, East East Shroud or something. You know, I don't know how they're gonna how they're gonna do it, but Far East. Yeah, I mean, we'll definitely have a variety of, of areas that look really cool. We got to see a, a little glimpse. Um, of some of those um, really the only I mean aside from like the obvious stuff that comes with an expansion you know we're gonna get new jobs new areas and you know, all that kind of stuff um, they did do one name drop and that was Eureka yeah. um, which is going to be not quite maybe exploratory like an exploratory like a DNM type zone I think they're wor- worried about really setting that exploratory and DNM because they're refreshing that in 3.5 and people have an idea of what it is today and so it's kind of like, well, hey, we're changing it. Right. We've g- we've gotten your feedback. <laughs> well, the current one, yeah, yeah. we don't know what the new one is. So it's like they kind of are in a hard spot. Like, right. okay, well, this is what you know. Hey, we've we've taken your feedback. We've really thought through this through, and here's this new area. It's like this, but it's not. You have to rebrand at this point, you know. Exactly. You got to make it. So new. that yeah, you're right on the name drop, but I, I'm I'm excited about it. Like uh, uh, you know, Eureka ties into what we've talked about before with that. Crystal yeah. How power. many times have I like been like, dude, they're totally gonna do. They have to do Eureka. Like, you know, Nero dropped his thing and it beeped. Like it's a thing. <laughs> but of course, then you look at it and it's like surrounded by mountains. Like okay, that's definitely not under the Crystal Tower where he dropped the thing. The portal could be. I mean, they could. Oh, there you it go. Somewhere. There you, you know, go. Because like, you could. You know, it's like. They can do whatever. Uh, magic. magic. No. <laughs> According to the lore book, the closer you get to the center of the planet, the less real it is. <laughs> just the center. There you go. Um, but yeah, so so Eureka, it's it's going to be some kind of exploratory-ish area or some kind of exploring area. Um, one thing they they did mention that that ah, I don't I don't know if I like um, you know coming from. Final Fantasy XI, um, you know, and into fourteen with, with like modern day, you know, the way that just players play today. Um, they talked about maybe like seventy-two hour NMs. You don't, you don't miss um, the three kings. I I don't miss leaving Teamspeak on while I sleep, just in case Kamara pops. I don't miss that. I do not miss that. I do not miss camping King Vinegroon for my damn Aces helm. I don't miss any of that um all saturday camping nms for no. black belts no no not. no and then on, on top of that too whether it's connected or not they also mentioned that maybe um whatever the new relic weapon system is might also have attachments to eureka so that's a little worrying michelle's doing the gun fingers to the head thing i agree <laughs> um 
So yeah, we'll see that. I mean, that's that's as far as the expansion goes. That's really kind of all we got. Well, the the thing is, and it's really important, regardless of the number of jobs they quote unquote will or not reveal uh, with this. Oh, the that, shirt. We need yeah, to talk about the shirt. Oh, yeah, they talked definitely. about Scarlet Witch, which I'm um, you know Red Mage. See, I, I, just move I, along. I, I gotta say, like, so so the last the last Fan Fest circuit, right? Um, Yoshida wore a Batman shirt like on the last day, and it was like, oh, Dark Knight. Um, and then they announced they announced Dark Knight at, at Europe, uh, Europe's Fan Fest, and then they announced uh, Astrologian and Machinist at the Japanese Fan Fest. Um, well, and they teased at the Europe with 007. Yeah, 007 was like, okay. what? Okay, and, yeah, there was a Fan Fest to follow the Japanese yeah. one, so it was like, well. Machinist Day. People are like, is it like some gadget thing? Yeah. Like, um, but this time around, you know, right at the keynote, Yoshida's wearing a Scarlet Witch shirt. Um, and it's for me, right? Because we had no job reveal, we had tease. All, really, we had the expansion, which I understand, right, to a point is a big announcement. Right. But then it's like, and then we're going to add stuff that you know we're going to add. Um, Eureka is a thing that we've kind of already hinted at. Um, by the way, Red Mage is in. But I'm not going to tell you that Red Mage is in. Check out my shirt. We can't talk about jobs. Yeah. And, and you know, after, especially after the last run, like, give us a job announcement, right? Like, and we, you know. But we're the first guys. Like, you got to leave stuff for the other guys. That's give, true. Did give us something meaty that I don't think a lot of people are buying into or understand yet. They're redoing the battle system. True. They're redoing. Yeah, that's huge. The, uh, like the inventory. They're the expanding inventory. inventory. <laughs> Which is, oh. <laughs> but it's also they're redoing the, uh, the additional skills system. <laughs> this right. is yeah. embarrassing. I have seven retainers, and they're all full. All of them. Maybe you'll be able to. I have no that. words. Yeah. <laughs> I refused to buy that last one. Fuse. So like <laughs> the line. seven is where you draw the line. Seven. So I, I'm still I'm still upset that they're, we're getting two jobs. Like and the well, technically they haven't said two. Right. It's assumed two. Right. It's also assumed that there's not going to be a new race because right. I mean you know the Ra were so memorable. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're like, hey, there's a new race and they're in the Alexander storyline because they're new. Please remember that they're here. But 4.0 offers us the the great opportunity to actually revisit the battle system. Mm-hmm. Now, w- what does that entail? And now, he's getting rid of Minuet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's like, so they're talking about skill reduction and rethinking various skills because yeah. obviously like, okay, we're going to 70, they're going, we're going to get new skills. Right. We're going to, we, we like Turn ability bloat is going to be like horrible, but so they're rethinking that. But the other opportunity it affords us, and this is just my personal speculation the class to job system is is the last remnant of 1.0 yeah. in the system today. Leaves it, uh, still like they, they still have some kind of per, some light purpose. Remember, remember guild tests. Remember okay. berries. Remember oh. berries. Remember guild tests. Yeah, I remember yeah. guild tests. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so we don't know what yet we'll see. But that's True. a it's a lot of work. And my thought is is like, yeah, we're getting two new jobs. People are like, how are they going to work? I'm like. You really need to be thinking. How is my current job yeah, going to yeah. work? Yeah, I think. I mean, right now, the when we I, I don't know how we forgot about the, yeah the battle. They're changing the battle system, and a lot of that is to. I mean, Yoshida made a, a a good point where he talks about there are a there's a wide variety of players. You have your casual people, you have your hardcore players. For hardcore players that are you know they're doing all the savage content. They're like you know they ha- they know exactly every single ability they have and what it's good for. And then you have your casual players that are like I have like a thousand abilities. And I'm using like the cross hot bar. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I'll be really curious to see. I, you know, I don't know how they're going to handle it. If it's 
gonna just be straight up removal of some actions and then feather foot, <laughs> feather foot. um you know uh faint <laughs> um you know it's I, you know i'm almost wondering if maybe they they do technically remove some but then maybe add you know like add certain if there was like a trait or something attached to that right. add it to yeah. another ability or something yeah, yeah um it gives you more affordable options for co- combos like well, you can do this other thing and get the yeah. special debuff or something. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see <laughs> how they do that. Uh, also really important to mention, uh, I think they came right out and were like, so we got our people back from 15. Well, they got resources. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, there was there was that one Just that... looking at the trailer, you can oh, tell. There was the... Well, it's funny. There's the, the 1.2 where they, they talk about how, uh, I think it was the, the inventory. That when they brought yeah. up the inventory, they're going to increase the inventory by a lot. Um and he makes reference like oh, you know, all the all the subscriber money and stuff that you know that we're getting from the players. We're gonna put that right back into fourteen. And part there's, there was a little bit of part of me that was thinking, so it's not going to fifteen anymore. <laughs> like, which is good news. It's, yeah. it's really truly fifteen's almost done. They don't need any more money. Fourteen has been very successful, and it's like yes, we need to make and take that time to make that investment in it. And you see that actually because the big reveal that a lot of people were hoping for is they're dropping PS3 support. Right. And they're thinking yeah. – and, and a lot of people are like, oh, PS3 is holding us back. And it's the real answer is no. And then and then they PC came out – also- And then they came out and they're like, you probably should not be on 32-bit operating systems anymore. <laughs> Please, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. – <laughs> It's like we understand and, and – you know, if if that's still what you're using, all right, you know, but please upgrade to a computer that's, you know, from this century. Hopefully they keep hitting that message. I don't think that's going to be like that big of a problem, but yeah. there probably would be some people affected. Yeah. But it's great to see the minimum PC spec going up and PS3 yeah. support, obviously, ha- having to go away with that. And they're offering the free PS3 right. to PS4. You almost, have, you almost have a full year at this point to right. yeah. Yeah. upgrade. They, they are doing a campaign for it. So if you are on PS3, you can get uh, a PS4 version for, for no really cost. They're respectful of it because like, I know the audience is like, yeah, but it's like, no, we really think our PS3 they, you know, there's, there's probably, you know, a couple hundred people in, like, oh, Japan yeah. or something. Like, but... But my thing, like in today's world, it's a lot easier to understand because we have the example of Eleven, which had right. PS2 yes. support for almost its entire mm-hmm. lifespan. Yeah, so that was a willingness now to cut things off when they're holding it back. That was one of the timely yeah. Manner. Well, I think it's also like you see, and if you talk to, I, I know a couple of PS3 players, and yeah, they want to upgrade, but right now it's not the best financial time right. for them. But they're just like this their heaven's word experience. Yeah, but their heaven's word experience is less. It's like they're they're struggling right. more in heaven's word than they did in. 2.0. I I heard that if you play on PS3, that the Void Arc just looks like absolute shit for textures. <laughs> uh, I haven't <laughs> seen it, but I've. I've heard, uh, I've heard, yeah. But I mean, you know, one of the first things I remember asking Yoshida right before, um, I think it was beta for 2.0 came out, was you know, as an 11 player, like PS2 limitations, you know, like that was that's a thing. Um, and he is, he's always said that you know he's going to if if there is hardware that can't support what they want to do with the game, they'll drop it and move on to whatever is next. Um, you know, and he always wants to kind of keep the game Love. modern or you know up to date. Um, and that's that's what we're seeing here you know it's unfortunate for people that play on ps3 but um they have they have a pretty good heads up you know on it so um you know they, they can upgrade, upgrade. Yeah. you know it's like it's the 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 game you get you, you you go from a ps3 to a ps4 version and thankfully ps4s are continually to, to drop in price oh, right. yeah so, so there's lots of good options out there i'll be curious to see if they if they announce anything actually you know that we talked about it uh for like for pro ps4 pro when that comes out 
I don't know. The, it should be able to take advantage. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you, the PC architecture is like, oh, turn these things on. Yeah, you, you can have. you can turn on that that like what, what what was the they added an option for PS4 recently? It was like reflections or something like something. It's like you you might notice like like a one or two FPS loss, but we wanted to give players the option. Maybe you just keep that on the whole time now on PS4 Pro. I, yeah, I don't know what else they would add. Um, but I think that was it for for the keynote. Um, they had a. Uh, battle presentation on uh panel after that um where they talked to uh <laughs> mr ozma um who who you know if you couldn't tell by the name uh, created the the ozma fight uh in the city of mock still alive do not worry for his health yes um, I think more people loved him for anything else it's like so many people just that's are angry his, about that fight though that's yeah. gonna be his name from now forever, from now forever. on yeah, yeah. mr ozma. a terrible name and it's, 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 uh, it's kind of funny because like everybody that like kind of hears it that doesn't play 14 you're like but wait, did he work on nine? Like, why? Why is he called? Um, but yeah, I mean, they they kind of ran down um, basically just how they they constructed the the Ozma fight. I think at one point too, um, they talked about how the the pyramid, the top of the pyramid, where you fight Ozma. You know, it's not the top top, right? But there's that area where you're fighting Ozma. Uh, originally, that was sealed in. That was indoors, and Yoshida felt that it was kind of too enclosed. And he's like, "Why don't we just like?" take the walls off <laughs> and everyone's like what um it's cloud texture just just yeah just get rid of the walls yeah we don't need walls here um and then they also showed um what ozma would look like if there was a savage version uh, this is something back at e3 people were like we want a savage version of mock and you know it's all these people that were like just super annoyed with people like this is so hard it's like well, then we should have a savage version that, like, no one will do. And I, yeah. And so they basically, it was just like an animation where, you know, how Ozma, you know, can change forms, like, triangles and stuff. He basically was, like, super spiky, and he just did, like, this AoE that just killed everybody. So that's what it, that's what it like. So just loop that and pretend you're playing. Um, <laughs> and that's, that's what Savage uh, City would be like. Um, I actually think that an uh, eight-man Savage City would be fun. Eight man would be amazing if they could. You could, you could better, that would be interesting. You could better control your your set of people. Yeah. One of the big huge problems about Ozma and the twenty four man is that group over there. You don't know how, like what what they're gonna do or if their yeah. healers are any good. Or a lot their of the, tank is gonna kill everyone with a laser. A lot of the problems though, if, if you did that, is a lot. You know, it's it's just just simple mechanics that are designed right. for that. Yeah. You know, like the you think. Um, Labyrinth of the Ancients, right? You need people to stand on switches and ah, stuff. Ah, but the switches in there only require one person. So you could just split the Did they change that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, I missed that. I missed that. I haven't done... Oh, gosh. I don't even know when I did that last. So, uh, if, so if your group finishes early, then you just leave the healer up there and go and fight the next thing. I, yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, that'd be cool. It'd be interesting. Healers, yes. I could, you know, I could see, I could see that, you know, getting down the road a little bit once, um, you know, queues get longer and and stuff like that. Maybe doing something like that. I that'd be interesting. You could eight man the original Crystal Tower stuff now, just to see if you could, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be great. I to think try. it'd be doable. If they Unseen could Crystal Tower. Yeah. yeah. Can you, you can you go in with them? Or no, that, they no. should do that, right? Just be, I mean, let people mess around. Yeah, why not? Um, so after that, um, there was the costume contest. Yes, lots of really, really cool costumes. There was, you know, there was actually one costume that didn't enter. Yeah, that I think would have just blown everybody away. Uh, there was this this guy dressed up as uh, Ramu walking around and he was like on stilts like his beard was taller than I was just kind of walking around and like it was funny because like you know obviously a lot of cosplayers walking around right um, people are like oh can we get your picture and he would just kind of have you just kind of pull back a little bit and just like stand there like 
go for it. Like, you know, he was, he was pretty, yeah. And he was, he was huge. Like he was just super tall. I like the Titan though. Yes. There was a Titan. Um, and I don't know if you noticed this when, when they, they, you know, the, the, the people that enter the contest, they come out, they do a pose or whatever. Um, this Titan was so big, it wasn't up on stage. It was off to the side. And so when they put him on camera, his little kind of like, you know, little motion or, you know, whatever, um, was him ripping an I beat Titan shirt in half, uh, <laughs> which was pretty cool. Um, the contest, I ended up going to, I think the Dragoon, mm-hmm. there was a really cool Heaven's Word, uh, scale. Dragoon. Oh my Metal God. I saw, I saw a tweet of it earlier and I'm like, that looks really cool. You know, it's like a, you know, a phone picture and I'm like, that looks pretty cool. And then kind of seeing it like up on the big screen, I'm like, that looks fantastic. I had the same experience. I saw him from afar and I was like, that, that looks like a pretty accurate costume. That's yeah. very close. And then and it, it had, it had LEDs in the helmet. Yeah. It had red LEDs. Yeah, zoomed in. It's like, oh my God, how much work was that? That's, <laughs> that's it was, like, it was very good. I think you commented to me while we were sitting in the audience, like they turned around to get back in their place and like, well, he even looks good from behind. Yeah. <laughs> I think they mentioned 500 hours of work on uh, stage and I'm just, it's amazing. Wow. wow. Yeah. You can tell. Wow. Yeah, you can see every hour. That's crazy. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> crazy. Um, then that first night uh, ended with a piano concert. Um, we did skip over the Q and A. Oh, there was a Q and um, of course Brian would be the one right to remind us of that. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let you take it, Brian. Well, I mean, it's like so. Th- there was actually a lot of really good questions. Uh, a couple highlights are that uh, they're you know healers were asking about accuracy and the point and the answer is is that well we're not going to do anything until 4.0 because we're redoing the battle system and our accuracy is going to play into it uh questions about hairstyles and various Lots things of hair questions like <laughs> yes. people love like, hair long, long curly like hair and how that would like clip with the animations uh questions about like housing and being able to uh do different things um Where with the rest like, of the my houses. inventory slots in my house yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i you know and i will say and it's Summer, I, you know, yeah, they gave us some dates for that stuff, though. Like, yeah, probably around, you know. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these questions, though, too, were also questions that um, they have touched on before. Yep. You know, it was like, we want more housing slots. Well, they talked about that before. Cool. If you were cool. paying we're attention, it. you know, and it's, you know, I mean, it's so, so the way that they did this too was um, everybody that registered, they had like a, a question card you can drop in, and then they pick pick out of them yeah. random. But of course, you know, they filter those, mm-hmm. and they would just filter well, those random. You know, you but it's it's it is it is frustrating that they're like. You know, because they have to know that they answered this before and talked about it. Well, they also took live questions from the audience, and I think yeah. they did that. They did this at Pax East for the first yeah. time, um, and I remember it, it. It did go really well, um, and I, you know, it was it was hard to to hear a lot of them because um, I was in the merch line all day, um, all day, <laughs> six hours of merch line. Yeah, we'll I'll get into that later. Um, but yeah, I mean, they even they even brought up like Doom Train again, and they've already <laughs> answered the Doom Train. Well, it's like yeah, it's like but where would a, you know Doom Train live? Well, it probably <laughs> where would it live? Yeah, it's like probably in you know Garlemald. You know, lives in a van down by the river. But uh, you know, so there's there's some stuff, and then the, they were hoping that there's some banter about Godbert, and hoping that right. Godbert and this Doom Train. He's like, well, there's no Looking contest. Track. Godbert wins. I, I just hope that I just hope that the team in charge of the the Hildebrand quests gets enough of a budget boost in this next expansion that they could or or in, or in five point two. I love Hildebrand. 
Bobby Brown. He's so great. But like, you know, I mean, everybody knows with, with Heaven's Word, there's been a lot of talk about how it's like, okay, each patch comes in and it's like two little quests. There's no trials associated. Uh, I mean, it don't, you know, it's still funny, but it's just, it seems lighter. Like, you know, maybe, yeah. so, you know, resources went elsewhere, which is kind of a shame. But yeah. They did. They did. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it'd be cool to, to see, you know, something come back and have like Doom Train, you know, have uh, like a Doom Train trial or something. And then, wow. you know, the cutscene after you beat it, like Godbert comes out and like suplexes, suplexes. Doom Train or something. Yeah. Like that would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't Real know. Real time action button that yeah. and have Godbert <laughs> suplex yeah. Train. <laughs> Press button to suplex. Uh, but the, but the highlight, and it's like, you know, I don't want to to you know, detract from anybody else's question, but highlight is that I got the last question. So they had, they had wrapped and then they're like, well, we have a little bit more time. And so let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. So I was like, you know, I have a question and they, they picked me. I was like, Oh, this is great. So my question essentially was like when, whenever you're helping players through the story or level and obviously like, well, I don't need to get any experience, but I, I can't be in your party because I'm going to, hurt your experience gain as you're doing this and we can team up during fates it's such a hassle to form a party for the fate sync do the fate fates over okay i got to drop party so you can continue so i asked him about open world level sync as well as like more open world content and while they didn't actually get to any specific answers about more open world content they really liked that mm-hmm. uh, that idea because yoshi p was like well, yeah, actually, we have, the system's already there because it's being done in Fates and in Dungeons. It would just be a matter about syncing to a particular uh, player in the party, much like they had it in Eleven. So that yeah. gave me a lot of hope because I was like, that would be fantastic, especially because we'll probably be getting a lot of new players coming into the game with 4.0. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know, something I, that I was surprised that they didn't talk about, too, was the jumping potion. Right. Yeah. I feel like this would have been a good idea... <laughs> <laughs> to know, talk about it. This is the right time to talk I, about it. You know, I I think it will be talked about at a fan fest. Right. Yeah. Maybe they're still not sure. That could yeah. be too. Definitely. That could definitely be. Um, so that was that was it for the Q and A, right? Yeah, I mean, there was like somebody asked a question about NX, uh, you know, support, and they can't obviously answer. It's that. it's the Xbox. It's the Xbox answer. We would love to have it on this console, well, but it's Xbox, up right? it's up to this company, and right. so. And they did specifically mention Xbox and Nintendo, saying like. Our goal and our mission is to be, you know, to provide the game for as many platforms as possible. Yeah. So, and as soon as we have more, we'll let you know. And it's like, yep. That's why I was like, I'm not burning a question. Yep. Sounds on good. That. I know that answer. Um, <laughs> so after that, uh, then that's the 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 piano concert. Um, Susan Calloway performed "Answers" and "Dragon Song." She killed it. Killed oh, it. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely fantastic. We also had a chance. Uh, me and me and Bryn talked to her uh, earlier today. So keep an eye out on the site. We'll have a, an interview written up for that. Um, in the next couple days here. But um, piano concert was great. I actually ran into Sokin earlier that day. Um, and he's like, oh, you know, like, you like the music in 3.4? I'm like, yeah, I really like Sophia. He's like, maybe I play tonight. And so I was like, awesome. Like, I, you know, and it was really cool and hearing it uh, in piano. My favorite part was the box kicking. The box kicking, right. yeah. So he played Lost City of Amdapur. And he, he comes out and he puts this tiny little piano glockenspiel Nobody thing. had any idea what the yeah. hell was going on. Yeah, he puts on. it out on a table next to the actual piano. And then he, like, kicks his foot up onto the piano and puts an, a little bell string around his ankle and then he's like kicking something on the floor and they zoom in and it's a box taped to the just floor a, just a box just taped to cardboard the box so he starts playing Lost City of Amdapur and on the like really like loud yeah. empty hollow downbeat with the little bell noise he and kicks it, the thing and it's, it's funny too because I, I think don't you know, I'm not 100% I'm like 99% sure I think this is a bonus video on one of the uh, the Blu-ray soundtracks 
Um, I, I forget what concert it was that he performed at, but I think it's because there's there's been video footage of that, yeah, of Sokin doing that before this, and I think that's where it came from. Oh, um, but yeah, it's it is just hysterical. Well, and then, oh, and then they, totally the noise. Yeah, and yeah. then they, they zoom in on his little like piano and it says like Kawaii yeah. on it, and it's just like oh my god, Sokin. <laughs> um, it was when he was done, he like picks it up, shoves it under his arm, he, like runs, runs off, off the stage. stage. <laughs> that was really great. Uh, the the pianist they had too. Um, was it da- Damon? Is that the first name? I for- Dus- Gus- Duskalov was the last name. I, I apologize. It's kind of a weird name. Uh, but yeah, he was really... <laughs> it's not a common name okay. that I I would know how to say. Um, <laughs> we, we, we tried to... We did a tweet about it, too. And like our first reply to it was like a, a spelling bot on Twitter. It's like, were you trying to spell these words? It's like, what? Um, yeah, really cool. They, they performed a lot of cool tracks. Uh, Sophia. I, I love Sophia in piano. Um but yeah, definitely. If if you guys have the if you purchase the FanFest stream, uh, check that out if you haven't already. Um, day two was really cool. Um, the lower panel. Oh, uh, now. The lower panel. Cox. <laughs> Red Cox. Um, <laughs> um, I, yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's, it's the year of the cock next year. Just so you know, it, it yeah. starts off, and to nobody's surprise, it's between two ferns. Yeah. Um, they they brought out a fern. Um, there there was some lore book plugging, oh, yeah. um, of course, but they did talk a little bit about uh, the they gave us the lyrics for the Sophia track, um, and he explained the entire meaning behind it, which starts off kind of interesting, and then it's it's like super dark. <laughs> um, basically, it's this this girl who whose father went to war and he gets killed, and then the mother gets like super depressed and like beats the child, and so the goddess tells her. You have to kill your mother to keep the balance. To keep the balance, and then she kills her mother, and then the goddess like to keep the balance. You have to kill yourself, <laughs> and it's just like, oh, okay. Which which brings me to an interesting point, and I, I wish I had uh, a few minutes to just kind of pull Koji aside. So if the goddess is is so, she's not like, she's not like an evil primal. She's not a good primal. She just right in the middle she is super neutral wanting to keep the balance so if she's fighting us the good guy what does that tell us about the balance right we're way too good we're, we're too good that There's- said um the the npcs that you run into in the cutscene when you're getting ready to unlock the fight Call you Alligans. They think that you are Alligans. It's true. So they think yeah. that you're the bad guys that screwed up their ship. But 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 the but she should know. Maybe. Right. Maybe. Theoretically, if In she was theory. a real goddess. But what we <laughs> if know, she was a real goddess, she'd know. know. The, the gods and goddesses in Eorzea right now, though, are that they are. You know, basically made up by the people in the world, so they are not perfect. That's fair. Yeah, that's true. Later in the quest, we find out that a lot of this has been pre-planned. This was going to be a revolution from within Alog, an attack from within Alog, and if she was summoned with that in mind and then captured, she might still retain that essence, that mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. feeling, that drive to attack Alog. I mean, during the fight, she asked you uh, once you basically bloody your nose will you bring equilibrium mm-hmm. like it's just this this throwaway sound i clip. learned i learned the japanese version she just says uh Masaka. oh really so, she just she so just, depending on which version right, you're in she's right. like she's like will you bring equilibrium? equilibrium or like you guys suck which is you know, i always moment. thought that was a you know it's, it's a kind of cool line but like 
when she says that at the end, it's kind of strained. But right. then she has like another line after that that doesn't sound strained at all. Right. Like it just like it, it wasn't connected. Like it sounds said? it's it's weird. Yeah. It always bugs me when I hear it. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, but they talk a little bit about that, um, and then they went into some some Q and A. They didn't answer my question. <laughs> Sorry about it. Which was it was a great question. All right. It had lots of words. Okay. I, I know many like, words. Um, <laughs> so I my my and I worded it in a way too that I thought would be appetizing to coach. It was what what magics or trickery were in place that allowed a bear in the western Corthus Highlands to fly. Get out of here. Sky bear. Never, sky bear. Forget. never forget. Hashtag never forget. Hashtag sky bear. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know. Th- Koji's already answered so many questions about bears. If, you know, if he can make up some BS about, like, second bladders, I think he can explain <laughs> sky bear. My, yeah. My favorite was all the crap Yoshi gave him for the dueling circle. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of the dueling square, because apparently that was mostly on him. Yeah, so that that was that was during the the, the letter from the rooster live. Basically, the right. the addition of the wolves den, which is the the dueling circle where you can do the one on one duels. It's the dueling circle, but the shape of it is actually a square. Um, and Yoshida, you know, he's holding his paper there, and he's like, "This is a square. This is a circle." Why is it named? It's defense. <laughs> and this is tapping back a little bit further. Um, a lot of times in dueling, you are circling one another. Yeah, true. So they're yeah, just yeah. referring to the forms of the people, yep. maybe rather than the forms of the arena they're yeah. in. But they're, they're, doc- they're going to talk to the people and they're, they're, they're going to maybe change that square into a circle just just because they can. Of course, then we have... we have Dueling, like, what? Well, you know, they talk about the uh, the square circle, but then in, you know, the gold saucer, you have yeah, the square. the round square. So, yeah. <laughs> but um, there was another question, too, uh, that, that they had um, about Garuda and why she looks kind of human-like. Um, <laughs> they were really pushing that uh, by the lore book, and which you know they were all purchased. I, I think I think he has every right to do that. Yeah. I will I will give it to him. I know me me and Moose picked up the books. Um, we haven't gone through them quite yet. We've we've you know seen some stuff, really cool stuff. There's a lot of really cool an- you know answers to things we've been wondering about for a while. Some of which you know we know why things had to be written the way they were, and some nice nice saves. I I, I like to call them. It's it's not that you can't see the stitching. You can see some of the stitching, but it's good work. Yeah. Like it's it's good stitching. Yeah. Um, and we'll we're we're figuring out how we're gonna go over that because obviously we wanna we wanna go over a lot of that stuff. So, um, we'll let you, we'll, do you do you run a wiki? Should that go in the wiki? We're we're what you're we are working on it. Well, I mean, you know, we also do a lore cast every you know yeah. once a year. Um, <laughs> we're, we'll figure it out. But um, we actually we actually did find out um, you know what the what the deal was with Gruta. We actually just looked it up um, in the lore book. We did. Um, they asked uh, why Garuda had the form she had, right? Yeah, it's basically right. why she's kind of human-like. Yeah. And I think the reason they held it back is because the primal origin stories are one of the big things that a lot of people are looking up right away. Um, we've had the primal since day one, 1.0, if Freet was there. But we've never really known all of the origin for them. Um, and Garuda's is that the Ixal believe that when they lived in Ayatlan, they served Garuda's will in, in cleansing and expanding the heavens. And she sent them to the ground below to purify an evil that was rising above and keep it from threatening the heavens. And they believe even even now when they can't fly, that it's their destiny to, to rejoin that. Um, but it 
connects this to a different, more real scenario, it turns out that Alog, in creating the Exalion, had deployed many of them in the interestingly named Garuda Airborne Division, which was led by a female Alagon general who sent them into battle against various rebellious factions. So, wow. Ayatlan, Azizla. Yeah, I mean, so bas- basically, the the English version of that is <laughs> right. Right. If if we had, if we had to dumb right it down, down, if we had to dumb, dumb it down, basically, you know, everybody knows after after the you know Heaven's Word came out uh, that the Excel were basically you know another little pet project from from Azizla and the Allegans. Um But basically, yeah. So there was like a division. Of you know, Ixal warrior kind of things Weaponized and bio weapons. Yeah. yeah, and and so there was a, a female Allegan that was in charge of that division, and something was going down on the ground, and they're like, "Go take care of that," and then they just kind of stayed there. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, something happens in Azaz's Law, and it just kind of is chilling around, and all these other guys are on the ground, and you know, years and years and years and years and years and years pass, and you know, Bahamut turns into Dalamud, and uh, you know, things kind of change a little bit, and. You you know, it's a nice game of telephone, and right. and so there you go. That's why Garuda looks like that. <laughs> um, oh, let's see what else did they talk about. They talked about the uh, the upcoming uh, Heavenstern, uh, the the New Year's uh, event, um, and the naming of what they're going to do because this is going to be the the year of the uh, rooster, or it, it's it's. God bless Koji. The first, when he starts talking about this, it's just this red slide, and real big up on that slide is just the word cock. Um, and even Matt on the you know on the panel is just like, uh, what? <laughs> and you know he starts adding all this this stuff to it, but basically it's you know. He's like, it can't be that bad. Let's Google it, see what comes up. <laughs> yeah, and so you know one of the the things was you know they were going to to name the Kabutos that they have every year um and you know they're all colored right so you get the red rooster kabuto well it's not from red rooster stead and so that was you know kind of causing some issues i don't think they ever really said what the conclusion they yeah. came to i think nope. they i think koji just wanted to be able to say, say he was defeated <laughs> in the end he was defeated right. on the item name okay but he he assured matt yes. that there's still there will several be, quests there will be dick jokes dialogue. aplenty in this year's <laughs> heaven stern so please look forward to that um after that we had the uh live letter um where we got to see some new things that they're working on yes pvp first Oh, that was PvP. That's oh. right. The big old black uh, yeah. PvP people fighting each other. Yeah. I believe our, our winners were Hello First Time. That's a great <laughs> team name. They, you know, beginner's luck, I think, because they ended up uh, they ended up taking it. They won. Yep. Um, I don't want to say they're all from Balmung, but I think they're all from Balmung. Mostly, yeah. yeah. Balmung. Balmung. Yeah. <laughs> no server pride here. Don't worry about it. Yeah, no. Um, no. One of the members of that team has actually recently written us up a uh, PvP sort of how-to for not necessarily beginners, but for people who have a basic understanding of their class. And um, so we're going to have that up when? Shortly <laughs> at some point. Yeah, we've, we've been working on it for a little bit. Um, but now, I mean, it's like written by the pros. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if you can't trust the you know PvP advice of a guy that beat Yoshida... <laughs> I don't think you can trust the PvP advice from anyone. Yeah, so uh, we will be getting that up soon. So keep an eye out for that. 
Then live letter. And then live letter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pizza House. I think that's that's all we need to yeah. know. There's, yeah. um, you know, they 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 asked. There was a question about um, being able to save because right now there's the kind of special um, exterior things for the houses. You can get like the Moogle House, the Chocobo House, um, and someone's like the Chocobo House is cool. I have the Moogle one, and I don't want to have it deleted, which I can understand because that's a lot of work to make those. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just said there's not really a way to like save that kind of data because of the way that house data is stored. But of course, my first thought was like, don't store it in house data, just return the item and bind it. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I feel like he was thinking the wrong way. But anyway, um, but then he showed off um, the, the small, medium, and large versions of a Paisa house. Oh my god. We forgot we even asked that question. Yeah. What we, were we talking about? Uh, we didn't, yeah, I mean, I'll delete Moogle, Chocobo, whatever. I want the Paisa house. Guys, they're going to ask this terrible question. Please make a Paisa house so we can distract them. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, it works. Yeah. Like, I... <laughs> um, they also showed off some other stuff. They, they showed off uh, some armor. It was like, like a, it was, it was only a, a chess piece, but it was like, a, almost like a vampire-y mm. kind of thing with like a red vest and had like a cape. Except for the Halloween? Yeah, sounded like that for it, which would have been that. Uh, so last year we had a, a witch's broom, right? And this year yeah. we have a uh, a chair. It's actually the the chair from the owl. Thank you. Yeah. In yeah. the in the Greek football hard mode, which is kind of glorious. Every every new person I took through there was like, "Oh, I want that chair." Well, now you can have it. <laughs> I just I just want that orchestra. I love that music. Oh yeah. In in hard mode. Oh my gosh. Um, but yes, yeah, so we're getting that. Um, and then they they also talked about. Uh, there was a question about getting the Sophia outfit right, for <laughs> characters. And then, of course, that turns into, you know, maybe getting that on like a, a male Rogadin. Um, and they, you know, they talked about how back at, I think it was actually PAX East when they did the live Q&A. Oh. Um, talking about getting more of the female only um, equipment, you know, brought over to male. And so, the, you know, they said that they're still working on like the, the gold saucer bunny outfit. Right. Um, and they said that they're... They they they're still kind of working on the ass, right. uh, and then it's looking pretty good, is what what they said. Um, said it was uh, nice, nice. Yeah, <laughs> the the bunny male ass looks nice. Um, but I mean, what what other? Well, he's so honest well, and open. <laughs> they did show off uh, fifty to two hundred, or at least some screenshots. Oh, oh yes, the dungeon and the ranking system uh, with online right. and what they're thinking solo yep. and group play. And they were saying, and this is what he said, is that for those players who are wanting like savage four man dungeons that, you know, once you get into what they, and this is actually a lore question that I popped in my head. They talked about the seven hells and they said on this floor and they show this image is well, where hell starts. And I'm like, are they actually referring to the first hell? <laughs> that was, yeah. Are they using that in terms of we're going to kill you? <laughs> that was actually part of the, the lore panel, too, I forgot to mention, where basically, you know, back in 1.0, there were there were six hells that basically tied to, to all each element. Um, but then when Koji was doing some writing, you know, he wanted to have somebody swear, you know, six hells, but it didn't sound great. So he added a seventh hell to say seven hells. And that's so now there's seven hells. <laughs> How these decisions, yeah, yeah. This is how the big things get changed. Um, but yeah, it's it's it definitely looked interesting to see some of the the really like high up floors. Mm. Um, I almost I actually got kind of like a Permivian vibe yeah. from a few of them, and there's yeah. there's one that was really kind of weird where it's kind of like white and foggy, and then it's just like like a like a tree and a bench. Yeah. And they said if you get there, 
be sure, be sure to, to sit on that bench. Take a screenshot. I wonder if that's if there's like a horde on the on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> you sit on the bench and you get an yeah, achievement. Up next to you, you know, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they also talked about a boss. Yeah, they they talked about one of the the one of the bosses that's going to be. I think it's the one that's attached to the storyline. There's going to be a new storyline up to floor 100. Um, and they played some music, and I'm embarrassed to say that I don't know what the music was. Um, was from twelve somewhere. No, they 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 tactics. they mentioned basically all the Evil stuff and then Tactics Ogre. Um, did he did he not give you the big hint about Tactics Ogre back at E three? Well, no, we Pax, Pax. it was Pax. Well, what the hint that we got was basically. I mean, you look at Deep Dungeon. Well, Deep Dungeon directly from is yeah. I mean, that was you know you have Deep Dungeon, then you have Palace of the Dead, both of which are from Tactics Ogre and Final Fantasy Tactics. Like direct, the name is right out of those. Um, so yeah, I'm not I'm not sure which which boss it is. You know, I'm sure it's on it's online already somewhere. You know, I know it sounds like a few people kind of recognized it. Um, I'm like midway through trying to look it up because. <laughs> I want to I say it, but I'm going to say we'll it. Be, we'll be talking about something else. And I'll be like, that I, I guy. Like, it's the one that starts with an N. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was cool. Um, I think, was there was there anything else that stood out from the, um, the producer panel? I'm trying to remember. Oh, talking about squadrons and potentially being able to bring them in the dungeons. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's that's... Uh, kind of a recap you know he's talked about that kind of stuff before which is right. cool um the, the actual question though i yeah i remember the actual question was um you need four people in a squadron to send them out on a mission but you can have up to eight so why the hell can't you send out two 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 squadrons for missions um but yeah they're working on some other stuff um they're working on the i think the they said the ai right now is is the the biggest thing they're working on to allow you to go into dungeons i remember when they said you'd be able to do that with chocobos back in the right. day man Man, remember chocobos and dungeons? Um, <laughs> I remember. I remember. Uh, remembers. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it wasn't creepy enough already. It just had to take it that one step further. You started um, it. You can't say anything. That's true. That's my bad. Hello, Chris. <laughs> and then there was more stuff. Yeah. More stuff was there. Uh, yeah. I mean, thank you for interrupting my Herbert impression. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> Oh man, I think that might have been it for like a lot of the standoffs. I mean, there were a lot of questions. We tried to get him to play Shiva. Oh, the primal concert. <laughs> so fans <laughs> in, in a row, so the, and they will not. They have not played it. I bet they'll play it at at at, at Tokyo and Germany just yeah. to right. spite just us again. Um, so yeah, they did the primal's concert. Um, we got to hear uh the track from uh, from Thornton mm-hmm. from the Knights Round stuff. We got to hear uh, Sephiroth, and we got to hear Ravana. Ravana. And I don't know the name of the track. It's the uh, the Alexander, uh, a yeah. It's the Locus. the boss. Lo- yeah, Lotus. Locus. 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 Lotus. I think it's. It begins with an L O and ends with an US. Uh, there's some other letter in the middle of that. It's the one that you're really sick of if you've been you know trying to savage. <laughs> but yeah, it was really cool. It was funny. They you know. And they just last year too. It's basically okay. Which song do you want to hear again? And everyone's like Shiva, Shiva, and Sokin's like, yeah, poor Sokin. He's like holding up the track list. He's like again. He's like going through. He's like, this is what we played. Um, and then the crowd was chanting. It was weird because like the crowd started chanting, and I'm like, are they chanting USA? <laughs> and then it's, it was. I'm like, oh, here, like oh. Brute justice. I was like, it really sounded like U.S. I couldn't tell. It was yeah. weird. Um, Brute. Justice. And then they they did uh, they they did drop the f bomb during under the weight, which was popular uh, last year at uh, 
at uh, the London. The now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's just the way it is. You know, I was they did Fractal Continuum. Back oh, Fractal yeah. Continuum, it I loved. Was great, but yeah. I was like, I w- that was unexpected for me because right. it's like. Wait, that's a dungeon. Well, he Which, didn't say we're the primals. We play primal song. That's true. He didn't say it this time. It, you know, and, it, and it's funny too because I remember going back to launch. Like Fractal Continuum was one of my favorites Dungeon tracks. I love it, uh, and it and, you know, it fits what they do. Oh yeah, so well. Um, but yeah, it was really great. I'm curious to see. I mean, there's got to be a couple more new things, right? On the on the album that's coming out. They announced a new album coming out in December. Um, I'm kind of hoping for a Bismarck. I would like to I would like a Biz- I, you know it, it's weird because everyone's like Ravana and I'm like I kind of like Bismarck over Ravana and a lot of people like think that I'm crazy about it he um, truly loves Ravana <laughs> well then um, but yeah I don't know Sorry, I mean, you're the man we'll see we'll see maybe maybe some forward and back and then forward and, then forward and back and then forward and back and then what's that called we're one foot forward that's uh cruise chasers uh, exponential entropy, entropy. yes yes they say it at one point yeah they do i'm like somewhere between I can't, the fours you know what when when they yeah. did actually do the alexander song i was like this is the best i've understood these lyrics yeah, ever seriously yeah, yeah. usually just cursing because yep. it's <laughs> oh, man, i was shouting i was like get in the jail pick up the tether <laughs> it's a good time Nice. Um, man. Um, so that, that's, I mean, that's basically FanFest kind of wrapped up. Um, one thing I wanted to, to talk about a little bit, um, too, without trying to be super negative, because I don't... I get to leave now. This yeah, right. You're <laughs> out of here. Um, so 2014 FanFest, one of the biggest problems they had was registration. Um, registration was super amazing this year. Um, so fast. So, yeah, a lot of people were just in and out. It was really great. Um Merch line <laughs> was still an issue, and and so here's right for those that don't remember, right? 2014, um, they had two stations, and one of their credit card machines went down, and so that was a, a big issue. This year, they had ten stations, um, but the line was really bad. Um, so basically, what happened is uh, when the doors open the first day. Um, you had people sitting out for the keynote, but then you also had people already lined up for merch. And that line already wrapped around the ballroom, kind of like it was back in 2014. Um, and so once the keynote was done, people that actually you know wanted to sit down for the keynote were like, I want to get in line for merch. <laughs> the problem was there were three lines for merch, all converging into the actual merch line. Um, I didn't see a single staff person organizing anything. Um, and it just, you know, people were just kind of following people and it eventually got in there, um, at one point over the PA, which was terrible because you couldn't hear the PA from where we were in, you know, in the back of the ballroom up against the wall. Um, they said something to merch line and I'm like, what? You know, and it's, it was bad because I don't even want to say lack of, uh, you know, like the management was poor. There was no management of the lines. Gross negligence. Yeah, I mean the you know the staff that we talked to had no idea what was going on, and then they would like swap. You know, they would say it's capped, and they wouldn't let people move, and then they would like swap with somebody else to take breaks, and then like these people were like, oh yeah, go ahead. Um, it took me talking to five uh, people in a staff shirt for them to do anything because no one was going up and down the line telling us what was going on. At one point, an attendee 
was helping to make sure the doors weren't blocked. Yeah. Because there was there was multiple issues with the fire marshal apparently um, at this event. But yeah, a, a non-staffer was helping manage the line. Um, that's not good. That continued until this morning. I actually went out to sit in the merch line to sit in the merch line. <laughs> there was a merch line to get in the line to get tickets for the merch line. They eventually switched to a system where you had to go early in the morning, get a ticket. And if you didn't get a ticket for a specific time, you couldn't go to the merch line at all. Yeah. And which is funny because I remember uh, talking to, to somebody, I forget, but there was a, you know, some, some, an SC an employee, not like a, a temp lives in Vegas, works at the Paris Hotel and play, uh, you know, after it's like, yeah, the, the line's capped. I'm like, well, we've already been in line for three hours at this point. Like, is there anything, like, can you give us some kind of, like, a ticket so we can come, like, first tomorrow? And he's like, no, we're not doing that. And so, another three hours go by, and what do they do? They give people tickets. Um, so, I yeah, for this keeping track, that's six hours uh, that I was in line um, and it is, I, you know, I don't know what went wrong with the actual booth itself. It should have been going better. I, you know, I wasn't working in it. Um, but I will say that the line management was abysmal and non-existent. I was... Um, and the staff too, that, that we were talking to, I mean, I will, I will admit right to a point people in line were getting very, very annoyed. Um, the staff though, were also incredibly rude. Um, and I, yeah, it's, it was horrible. Um, I've, you know, I've never seen Even it Even today when that I was bad. doing Ultima, the staff was like yelling at each other. They seemed to just kind of be on edge. Yeah. Nobody, nobody had any idea what was going on. You know, I, we, we came in the doors today and one of the staffers was kind of like talking to herself, swearing to herself about like how bad people are or something. Like I have no idea what was going on. Um, but yeah, the staff was just terrible. I was, chunk, <laughs> I was a chunk behind you in the merch line. I was actually ahead of you at first, but then... Yeah, you were ahead of me in the merch line, but then you were behind me because your line, line converged splice. in a different way. Yeah. It was terrible. And when the, the announcement came over that said the line had been capped, we had actually been hearing rumors for a, a while yeah, that the line that had been capped. That was a problem, is, is a lot of uh, attendees were walking down the line. Not staff, attendees, saying, yeah, they capped the line and, and we're not going to get in. Well, I, you know, okay, cool. Thanks for telling us. But at the same time, I've been here for X amount of time. Um, I need, I need a blue, sh- I need a blue shirt to tell me this, right? Um, and they didn't. Right. Yeah, you know, we, we, you know, it took. It was. I was probably in line for three, three and a half hours before anyone in a blue shirt even said anything to me about the line. Well, the worst part was that staff told me right after the announcement came on that the line was capped behind me. Right. Like it was back there somewhere, and then. And another hour goes by after that, and we find out that the that the cap is way, way up ahead, and that everyone else has been just standing in an excess line. And I'm like, that can't be right. So I turn around and I ask the staff who's next to me, who has been relieved by a different staff member than the one who told me that the cap was behind. And I'm like, is this a line? He goes, no, y'all just go. And I'm, yeah, it was. Yeah, line management was really bad. And I, I know it. Mixed bag. Experience. At one point, I think I saw some tweets that the fire marshal was threatening to shut the event down. He, he was trying to make sure the doors weren't blocked because yeah. they, separate from the cap, we knew that the fire the fire marshal had demanded that people stop blocking the doors. So there were several breaks in the line, mm-hmm. and we thought that's what they meant by the cap for a while. Yeah. And by the time that it was understood what was going on, everyone around me was too invested to leave. No one really got out of line. Yeah. We all just kept there, creeping. There, there was, you know, and I was, I was that same way where I, you know, there was, I was at the point where I'm like, you know what, I'm, I've been in this thing for half the day. 
I'm committed. I'm getting my stuff. Like the merge line deserves an entirely separate and arguably longer review than the rest of the festival, which they nailed the rest of the festival. Yeah, and it's and it's and it's really unfortunate too, because I mean, like I said, you know, and that's why I wanted to make sure to start off with with giving them a a nice pat on the back. Registration was fantastic, Um, and and you know, I understand. Like, look, they had you know like five times as many registers. At the merch booth this time, you know, they were taking credit cards, cash, Apple Pay. Like, they were taking everything. So you know, if you want to give them money, you know, they would have probably taken Bitcoin. If, no, I don't know. <laughs> but, like, you know, they they seem to, like, have it, like, ready to go. Someone told me that um, unless you had cash, like, if you were trying to give them a card, that it would take forever. I went up there with a card. It's, it sounds like cards went, cards were a little fast. slower. Yeah, I it's I I don't I just I it's yeah, like I went to the second day, so maybe they fixed something. It's like the powers that be. We're just like, no, this isn't gonna work this year. I you know I it's, it's I don't know what went wrong, but um, the line was just it was a, it was the biggest shit show I've ever seen. It was terrible. Um, <laughs> if anyone from Square is listening, sorry. Uh, you know, it's it's a learning experience. Um, you know, last last time Red is really terrible. You guys nailed it this year. Um, hopefully something works out and, and merch is better next time because it was it was rough. I assume they're gonna try something else with the time slots again because they they know now that yes all three thousand people really will line up for merch well, at the mm-hmm. same time. Well, and you know I think right. give everybody their like hey you got in your bag oh you can here the uh, here's your time slot that you can go to the merch or even let people pre buy. Yep. yep. Like hey I've got my Please. tickets and maybe they don't know what is when they set the tickets go on sale but like two weeks before the show. Hey, this is what I want. Yeah, they and gave then us a list before we came they, out. Yeah, here. they give you the list. They, they say this is what's going to be the show. I want to buy this. I want to pay. And then it's like, oh, just pick, pick it, it up, up. Yep. at this time. Yeah, well, <laughs> and the show. And then it's like, if you want to buy additional, well, that that falls. Once there. we get everybody, you know, done, then hey, now the merch line's open for anybody yeah. who did not pre-buy. Well, and, and you know, the second day they're like, okay, so this is what we're going to do. You line up, and at ten o'clock, we're giving away time tickets. You don't get a time ticket, you're not in the line. They did it before ten. Yeah, so. Here's, I've heard that people lined up as early as 10 p.m. They did. The night before. I mean, and it, it's funny because first I saw a tweet. Someone's like, yeah, I got here at 1 a.m. I was like, wow, that's crazy. And then I see like, yeah, people are there like just right after the concert. And I'm like, wow. I talked, I talked to one person as I was getting in the line at 7 a.m. I talked to one person and he was like, yeah, we've been here since 10 p.m. We brought down our laptop. We've been taking turns playing 14 and sleeping on the floor. I was like, are you kidding me? So that's that's not how people should be enjoying FanFest. Yeah. Um. <laughs> that makes me saddest is that the people who are camping out for like a time slot as opposed to like the red ticket to immediately get in line, it didn't even really help them if they were out to get a lore book. Those sold yeah. out mm-hmm. before that yeah. even came around. I, it's It sounds like, I mean, a lot of people did get it. Um, and I think, you know, it was it was like in the grand scheme of people that were through the merch line, only a small amount weren't able to get the book, which is, I mean, it's... Pardon me, it's like it's awesome it that it's sold out, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, it's also going up for sale on Monday, right? So you yes. only have to wait like two days. Yes. Well, and whatever shipping time is, and 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 you know, without you know having been paid by Koji, uh, please go buy the lore book. Uh, yeah, it's I I haven't read you know like I said I haven't read it yet, but I've I've skimmed a little bit. It's so good, so many so many answers. Did you know Thancred's last name was Waters? <laughs> I didn't. Did. did you know Van Darnus had a sister? I did. Did you know Van Darnus is his sister? <laughs> <laughs> For real though, like mind blown. 
Yeah. Nice save, Koji. Those yeah, that's that's one of those kind of things you gotta just kinda patch and be like, Yeah, yeah. Ninety percent of what we knew reconciled with what we knew the direction was aiming for later on. It's stitched together very, very well. Yeah. And we'll we'll definitely be talking about some of the stuff in detail we can address at a later date yeah, yeah we, we just got to figure out how we're going to tackle this beast of a this beautiful beast of a book cause. the book of koji mm-hmm. um before 4.0 drops early summer promise <laughs> get on <laughs> um let's you see what start the get on it's after i fisk fix rise and fall if you fist rise and fall <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Be a wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we 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 were just sitting at dinner. I'm thinking, you know, crap. We have to we have to change some things now. Um but other than that, I mean, you know, floor activities, um pretty fun. I I liked fun. them better this year. Um the thing I didn't like was there was no shirt for the battle challenge. Yeah. There was also no shirt just for attendees. Right. So there was, you know, no like free shirt. I'm doing like air quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, which means if you want the fan fest shirt, buy it. You gotta get in the merch line. Um Woo. So that was fun. Uh, the fight was proto. Run out of those though. Yeah, the fight was a proto Ultima twenty four man, which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be curious to see if that's actually something in the game. Maybe it's just a, another fate, you know, attached to Prey Online. If, if you throw that much resource into yeah. building it in the first place, it's a shame to not just throw the last bit yeah. at it. You say that, but uh, you know, Eleven did that with all of their did they all of their special events? Yeah, and then you could earn items to enter the BCNM. At home, oh, I see. So, I mean, you could still do them at home, but it was very limited. And it seemed kind of like they uh, lowered the challenge level. Oh my goodness! The Proto Ultima is going to need to be way harder if the, it ever gets into the main game. The clear rate was low <laughs> for the first day. Um, Reinhardt told me. I once once people learned that if you get prey. Just, just walk away wow. from everybody yeah. else, and that's all you need to know. That's it. Really, that's that it. Was a big that's the whole fight. Just don't kill everybody else. And if everybody had their keybinds, that thing would have been dead in two it minutes. It even looked like an entirely <laughs> new Ultima model. Like the, it did. Yeah, the yeah. colors and the glow effects and everything. It looked it's even gorgeous. different, even different than the proto that flies around before the big fate. Yeah. So I'm, I'm well, optimistic. They had that like little dungeon you did between Sephiroth and Sophia. Maybe they'll use it somewhere in yeah, there. That'd be great. Between yeah. Sophia and yeah. what's his name? Um, Bob. Baraga. Baba Google. Baba. The third guy. Oh, the fiend. The fiend. He. His name the is fiend. in the lore book. Zev- is it Zev? I, I believe it's Aaron. I, I don't want to. I don't want to say yeah, Zevran and Bob Zevran. Bob Zevran. It's in that book. <laughs> It's already in there. I know it. I know it starts with a Z. I want, I want I'm my. I'm sure it's Zeverin. I want my I beat Bob Zeverin shirt. <laughs> That's a thing now. Um, yeah, so lots of cool events. Um, what I did like though is last fan fest. It was basically you do an event, you win, you get a thing. This event, it was you do an event. If you don't win. You get a stamp. If you win, you get two stamps, and those were used for the live quest to right. get uh, triple triad cards. It was actually filled out the um, in, the, in the, the the bag you got when you registered. You got a, a pack of five cards. They were all the same card, so you know encouraged you know socialness. Uh, go around trade with people, and then you get a full set of nine. So you know you could actually play trading, a game of triple triad. Trading if you wanted. triple triad cards is part of keeping sane in the merch line. Everybody yes. was trading cards yes. in the merch line. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> 
Um, but they had, you know, they had some like little mini games and stuff. They had like ma- like basketball with like where the yeah. they had like mandragora heads on the basketballs. I was like, and you're shooting them into a hoop, and like uh, like right behind the bat, like the actual basketball hoop was like a gubu. So all I'm thinking, yeah. all I'm thinking is you're feeding this gubu like Mandy's. It's a little messed up. It's a little dark. Uh, but they had like a like in any way the wind blows fate with like a glowing floor, yeah, which is pretty cool. Party time. Um, but yeah, I mean, all the all the events went really well. Um, but that line, man, the, you know, just zero management in the staff. The, the non, the non SE staff, the, the temp the, staff. The mock-up merch line survivor shirt. Yes. yes. <laughs> they also had, they also had a a um, on the the signing wall. Um, there was there was a little. Oh yeah, yeah. There was a little uh, Arshvan uh, shrine. Yeah. Um, I don't know who started this. You're fantastic, whoever you are. Um, there was just it was a picture. And then there were some like little glowing LED candles, and then there were uh, casino vouchers, and like there was a bag of Cheetos. Somebody put a somebody put a packet of hot chocolate. Um, when I looked last, there was like there was like half a Starbucks cup, uh, like a box of condoms. Like I don't know, I don't know what's going on. I'm really curious if the people who started this up had ever heard of hashtag Dead Raccoon Toronto. Um, oh yes, have you I seen that? I, yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, this this dead raccoon and people just kept putting like a shrine for him. Yeah, um, it was funny because because uh, Shannon actually it posted a picture of this after after the the show was over. Uh, she's like, yeah, this is this is the last you know update for it. This is what it looks like now. And I'm like, so are you gonna like take all that stuff back and recreate that in the office? <laughs> oh, but yeah, so that was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think that probably wraps up most of FanFest. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out to uh, everybody I ran into. Um, you know, Happy, all you guys over at LBR, uh, all you guys over at Phoenix Down Radio, Gathered Together. You know, I ran into like a million people. Rose, Blue Garter. Um, so, hey, yeah, we got some really cool pins. Yeah, we ran in a, in a Aaron from Ronova Gonzalez. Lots of people. I'm sure we're forgetting somebody if we are. Apologize. Um, also, a huge shout out to everybody at Square Enix. Um, you know, we know how hard you, you bust your ass to get these events done. So we want to just, you know, shout out to you guys for all your hard work. And with that, uh, we're going to go ahead and call it here. Uh, we'll have our interview with Susan Calloway. Moose is looking at me. What's that? The the necromancer. I just got it's Nybet. Nybet. Okay, Nybet. Six ogre. Yeah. There we go. All right. I it was gonna... <laughs> so we'll have we'll have our our interview with uh, Susan Calloway up on the site soon, and uh, so thanks for you know checking us out for fanfest coverage, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Later. Bye.